0: Alright, welcome back everybody, I'm Robert Breaker, and this will be our first sermon for the year 2022. What a blessing, but also, wow, wow, did you think we would see 2022? As a Christian, I thought, man, the rapture would have come already, but we're still here, we're still here. And we, and when I say we, I mean millions of Christians throughout the world, believe in the rapture. And we believe that Jesus Christ is coming very, very soon. So could this 2022 be the year? That's why I've titled this sermon, Could the Rapture Finally Come in 2022? Now, let me say, I'm not setting a date for the rapture, and I'm not saying that it will come in 2022. I'm asking the question, could it be? Could this be the year? Many, many, many Christians email me and call me and send me letters in the mail, and it's all, this could be the year, Brother Breaker, and they're excited about it. Are you If you're a Christian, you should be. Let's begin today in Titus chapter 2 and verse 13. Titus 2.13, the Bible tells us that we should be excited about the rapture and the coming of Jesus Christ. We should be excited about that, and we should be looking for that. In Titus chapter 2 and verse 13, it says, Looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. So that's what we're looking for. We're looking for Jesus to come back. Are you Now let me just read a little bit more here, and down to the end of that chapter, because some people tell me, well Brother Breaker, you do this every year. You do this little sermon every year of when you think Jesus will come back in this year. And I'm like, do you even watch it? Because I do that out of excitement. A lot of people are excited, and they're saying, could it be this year? And I say, well let's look, because we are looking for the appearance. And every year we get a little bit more information, a little bit more information, a little bit more. And now it's just like, wow, (laughs) it looks more like this year. Every year it looks more like this year. So eventually it will be. And could this finally be? We've waited for so long. It could be. So verse 14, talking about our Savior Jesus Christ, says, "...who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people zealous of good works." See, looking for the rapture makes you want to live right, because you know any time he could come back. But then look at verse 15. These things speak and exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no man despise thee. So we're supposed to speak about the coming of Jesus Christ, that blessed hope of Christianity, the coming of Jesus. And we're supposed to speak about that. And we're supposed to rebuke those who say, you shouldn't talk about this, because the Bible says we have all authority. We have the Word of God, the Bible, in which we can go to and look for the coming of Jesus Christ. And I want to talk about that today, because I'm looking for it, especially with everything that's going on in the world. Are you looking for it? Could 2022 finally be the year that Jesus comes back? That is a good question and a valid question that we as Christians can and should ask. And where should we go for the answer to the Bible? So I'm laying out the Bible out here, kind of an outline of the Bible. And here is the rapture. I believe in a pre-tribulational rapture, which means Jesus comes back first for his bride, the church, takes her out, then comes the tribulation period, and then comes Armageddon. You know, there's two parts to the first coming of Jesus, and there's two parts to the second coming of Jesus. If you want to know more about that, look at my video on YouTube entitled, The Two Comings of Jesus Christ. He comes in two stages at the first advent, and in two stages at the second advent. It's amazing. And then he comes back to rule for a thousand years in the millennial kingdom. Now, we have been looking for Jesus to come for a long time, for a long time. And here's some of the things that we thought. What I'm going to do is I'm going to just go through and show you what we thought because I remember all the way back in 1988, people thinking the rapture's coming, the rapture's coming. Well, he didn't come yet. Jesus didn't come yet at the rapture. So back in 88, he didn't come. So they thought, well, 89. Well, he didn't come then. Well, I remember very clearly the 1993 thing. Do you remember that? In 1993, a lot of people thought, well, Jesus has got to come back in 1993. Because they thought 1993 plus 7, well, that's 2000. So 2000 would be Armageddon, so 7-year tribulation. So 1993 would be the rapture. And I remember in 1993, I was saved in 1992, and I was going to church that eventually was the church that I went to Bible school in and graduated from, and I remember in that church so many people talking about, hey, it's 1993, man, rapture's coming, rapture's coming, and it didn't. And so I became a missionary to Honduras, and in 2001, I finally went to Honduras for about seven years as a missionary. So, why would they think that, though? What was their reason for thinking that 2000 and minus 7? Well, let's go over to the book of Hosea. And I just want to remind you of some things today that you probably know, but I also want to give you a couple things that I've been thinking of lately. And people have sent me a couple things that make me just scratch my head and go, man, it's just looking like... Boy, this could be the year, 2022. But a lot of people thought this because of Hosea chapter 6. Hosea chapter 6 and verse 1 and 2. Come and let us return unto the Lord, for he hath torn, and he will heal us. He hath smitten, and he will bind us. After two days will he revive us, and the third day will he raise us up, and we shall live in his sight. Now, this is a prophecy to the Jews. And God raising them up again as a nation after two days. Well, in the Bible, 2 Peter 3.8, the Bible says, A day with the Lord is a thousand years, a thousand years as one day. So many Christians looked at this and said, Okay, that's two thousand years, two days. And it gives you the context in verse 3. Then shall we know, if we follow on to know the Lord, His going forth is prepared as the morning, and He shall come unto us as the rain, as the latter and former rain unto the earth. So this is the context of tribulation period. The tribulation, read the book of James, read other passages in the Old Testament, it's about the latter of former reign. Whenever you see ladder of former reign in the Bible, that's always pointing to this tribulation period for the Jews. So many Christians were looking at this, and they're going, it's the year 1993. And so add seven, That's that, so they thought 1993 would be the rapture. Where'd they get it wrong? Well, they were basing it upon what? Upon the birth of Jesus. So over here is the birth of Jesus. And the birth of Jesus is when our calendar starts. But if you go to the book of Daniel and you go to the other prophecies, it appears to be when Messiah is cut off. So it has to do when Jesus died. So they were only off about 33 years or so. <laughs> and so that's why they were dating it from the birth, rather, and I'm not getting any red here for some reason. red's not There we go, there we go. So they should have been dating it from the death of the Messiah. But instead, they were following the birth of Jesus. That's what our calendar is based on. It's based upon the birth of Jesus. So you can see why they were off in their thinking. So we have to go by when Jesus died, and then go about 2,000 years. Because in the third uh, day, or the beginning of the 3,000 years, then is when God goes back to dealing with Israel, and they are going to be... Ruled over by Jesus for a thousand years. So that's why a lot of Christians thought and were devastated, 1993 didn't come. And so they're all like, well, well, what happened? What happened? Well, I'll tell you what happened. You were dating from this rather than this. So if we go over here to this, Jesus died, they say, in about 33 AD. So 2,000 years, that would be 2033. So how could it go any longer than 2033 before the rapture comes? Because you still got to have that time for the nation of Israel. So you look at all this and you go, oh, okay. So now we see where a lot of Christians missed it. They were based on the birth of Christ, the 2,000 years, rather than on the death of Christ. And that makes sense. And so a lot of people said, okay, okay, so subtract 7 from 2033 and what do you get? Well, 13, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. So 2026. So a lot of people say rapture in 2026. Um, Okay, if you want to do it that way, that would be 2026. Um, But there's a problem. A lot of people say, are you ready for this, that the calendar is off. They say Jesus was born in 1 BC or 2 BC or even... 4 BC. So we don't know exactly when Jesus was born. So this all boils down to is the calendar right? And so we've got to look at all this and we've got to go well so can we start from back here or is the calendar off up to four years and off so much that that throws off our calculations of trying to figure out when the rapture may be. And you got to take that into account. So a lot of people said well don't even worry about the calendar Go with the starting date of Israel. So go with the starting date of Israel as a nation. And they go, now if you'll do that, then you don't have to worry about the birth of Christ and the calendar. You come over here to 1947, they say. Some say 1948. And now, some are saying 1949. I'll tell you why. You've got those three different dates. But Israel came back into their land in 1947 because the United Nations set up a partition of the land and said part of it is for those who claim to be Jews and part of it is for the Arabs. So that was the year, 1947, that the UN partitioned the land. Good movie about that called Exodus and another one cast a giant shadow. Amazing, amazing about the history of Israel. But they didn't become a nation until May 14th, 1948. That's when they declared themselves a nation. So it was 1947, the UN said, this land is for you now, and part for them. 1948, they said, we are a nation. And they declared themselves a nation. But in 1949, that is the year that their first government assembly met, and that is called the Knesset. So the Knesset didn't actually meet until 1948. Nine. So some people are now saying, so God doesn't count them as beginning as a nation until 1949. Now why is this important? Well, I'm going to get this for you together because I want you to see this. And I'll try to explain to you why there are many people out there trying to figure out the date of the rapture. And they're saying rather than going to the calendar, we're going to the starting date of Israel because we know that it's probably 70 to 80 years from when this starting date was. So they say from 70 to 80 years, that's what they call the fig tree generation. And they say from that, we can figure out the rapture. Now, why do they say that? Well, Psalms chapter 90. Psalms chapter 90. And it says here in Psalms chapter 90, in verse 10, the days of our years are threescore years at ten, and if by reason of strength they be fourscore years, yet is there strength, labor, and sorrow, for it is soon cut off and we fly away. So between 70 to 80 years, old uh, David here says, is a generation. Now you go over to Matthew chapter 24, and Jesus says something very interesting in Matthew chapter 24. Jesus says this. Matthew chapter 24 and verse 32. Now, learn a parable of the fig tree. Now, the fig tree is the type of Israel. When his branch is yet tender and putteth forth leaves, ye know that summer is nigh. So likewise ye, when ye shall see all these things, know that it is near even at the doors. Verily I say unto you that this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. And then he goes and he starts talking about stuff that's happening in here and here. And so Jesus is saying that last generation of Jews that come back when the nation is reformed It won't pass until the tribulation comes in the millennium. So these people in this generation from 47, 48, 49, whichever of those is the starting date, they've got to be alive to see these things take place. So we're going to add 70 or 80 to 1947. So here's what we do. Now, like I said, a lot of folks started out in 1947. So they said 1947, that was when they were partitioned by the United Nations, so that would have been the date God started on. So you add 70 to that, and you get 2017. And everybody thought, oh, 2017's got to be the rapture, it's got to be 2017. And boy, that would have been great. But did the rapture happen in 2017? Nope. But something interesting did, the Revelation 12 sign. And a lot of people say that the Revelation 12 sign, that happened on September 23rd. 2017 so maybe that was something if it was the bible says signs are for the jews so it was like telling the jews hey jews get ready because these things are about to pass and they're coming really soon so i think that's interesting well some people say no 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 1947 that's not it. it was 1948 so you add 70 to 1948 and you come out to what 2018. So a lot of people, and I really thought, yeah, man, rapture in 2018. Did the rapture happen in 2018? Nope. (laughs) So that wasn't it. So it's like, oh, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Um, Come on back, Lord. We're waiting for you, right? Well, 1949 was when the Knesset, the Jewish assembly, by the way, Knesset comes from Knesset Hagdola in Hebrew, which means the great assembly. They conveyed First. So the first meeting, I mean, think of it like the parliament, or in America, the Congress. The first meeting of the government was February, and that would be February 14th. February 14th, 1949, was when the Knesset met. Now, what if God was looking at that as when the nation was finally formed and meeting and passing laws as a nation and meeting in their assembly. So, some people are coming up with, well, Brother Breaker, 1949 was really when God looked at the founding of Israel. Well, that would take us to 2019. Did the rapture happen in 2019? (laughs) Nope. But look at this again. The generation is between 70 to 80. Alright? So, if the tribulation is seven years long, and that's what I believe the Bible teaches... Then you would go to this 80 right here and you would subtract 7 and you would come up with 73. So you would add 73 to these dates rather than 70 and that gives you enough time for a seven-year tribulation and then a person is 80 years old when the Millennial Kingdom starts. Well that changes everything now. Let's go over here and let's take 1949 And let's add 1949, let's add 73. Well, no, let's do it this way. Let's take 1949, and let's add 80, all right? Well, that would take us up to, what, 2029. Now let's subtract 7 for the tribulation, and what would that take us to? 2022. Uh, That's this year. (laughs) So there are a lot of folks out there that are saying, yeah, the rapture's got to be in this year because that's the only thing that works. It'll be past 80 if it's not this year, and we've been trying to set the starting date of Israel in 47 and then 48, but really, what if God said no? It's when they actually united as the Knesset. That would be 49. Okay, well, then that makes sense because, uh, wow. 2022. And a lot of people are saying it's got to be in 2022 because that's the last possible time that it could take place. Otherwise, it goes past the fig tree generation. So I'm looking at all this and I'm scratching my head and I'm thinking, man, I, I for sure thought the rapture was going to be in 2021 because that 21, I thought 21 is 7 plus 7 plus 7 is 21. And Jesus is 777. So I was like, man, Jesus is 777. It's got to be the Lord coming on 2021. But no, it didn't happen. What is 2022? Well, if you add two plus two plus two, zero is nothing, that means six. What is the number of the beast? Well, the beast is 666. So man, that's when the Antichrist takes over after the rapture. So boy, it'd be a great year for the beast, the Antichrist to take over and God to take the church out in 2022. Just my thought. But um, I'm looking at all this and I'm going, wow, this is, this is pretty amazing. So some say, but the calendar is off, Brother Breaker. The calendar is off four years. Well, I showed you that. If the calendar is indeed off four years, then you would take 2033 and subtract four, and that's 2029. And if you subtract seven, that's 2022. (laughs) Again, could this be the year finally? It's starting to look like we're running out of time. How would it work if we get into 2023 or, or 2024? It doesn't seem like it would work. A person sent me this letter, and I thought this was interesting. And um, I don't know if I should give you this, but, well, this is what they gave. And it's, it's off by one year a little bit. So you got to kind of wonder. But our calendar is different from the Jewish calendar. So our year doesn't always correspond with their year. Did you know that? Uh, Their year starts in our March, so they've got several months difference. But somebody sent me this, and they said, Brother Rick, you remember over there in uh, Daniel chapter 12? Let's go to Daniel chapter 12 real quick. And I just thought this was interesting. I thought I'd throw this out. I'm hoping this will stimulate you to read your Bible and look in the Bible for the coming of Christ because I believe God gave us so much information. I think we can see it if we just keep studying and the Bible talks about ever so much the more as you see the day approaching. <laughs> so it makes you wonder, that is it possible that we could know the date of the rapture? If we just keep studying and reading and looking and then everything just seems to fall into place? Well, I haven't, I haven't uh, said that I've done that. I'm not saying that he has to come back in 2022, but I am asking the question, wow, what if? What if this is the year? Daniel chapter 12, verse 11 through 13. The Bible talks about this, and I found this interesting. Daniel 12 11 and from the time that the daily sacrifice shall be taken away and the abomination that maketh it desolate set up there shall be a thousand two hundred and ninety days blessed is he that waiteth and cometh to the thousand three hundred and five and thirty days so it gives you these days here in the book of Daniel and in the book of Daniel chapter 12 it says there's 1290 days and then there's 1335 days now this person said well brother breaker I'm just gonna theorize what if the days were also years? And they said, what if, and this is, this is their what if, okay? I'm, I'm going to give them all the credit. <laughs> but they said, what if the Dome of the Rock, now, the, the date I found for the Dome of the Rock was 961, okay? That's what I found. They said it was uh, 691, excuse me. They said it was 692. So they went to the next year. Now, I don't know why they did that, So this whole thing is a year off, but like I said, sometimes the Jewish calendar is off, so I don't see how it's terribly wrong to go one year forward, one year back. Maybe God is counting the next year when it was complete year, rather than just when it was completed. But, in 691 was the completion of the Dome of the Rock. If you know anything about Israel and their history, there's a thing over there now called the Dome of the Rock that's been built. And it's been built by the Muslims on what they assume was the site of where the temple was. Now, some people are coming out and saying, no, no, that's not it. But the Dome of the Rock has been there, and there have been no Jewish sacrifices since that time that that's been there, and no temple. And so they say, well, what if that abomination of desolation was the building of that temple? And they said, so what if we go, let me make sure I do my math here right, what if we add... And like I said, they do 692. What if we add 1,290 years to that? Well, what does that come up to? 1982. So they say 1982. Well, did anything happen in 1982 in Israel? Well, interestingly enough, I find this interesting. Um, That was the year of peace for Galilee. Galilee. Or the Lebanon War, or what they call the First Lebanon War. Okay, interesting. Well, they said, what if we add 40 years to that? Because 40 is the number of probation. So God is proving them from that great peace of the Lebanon War. And that just happens to come out in 2022. But just pure coincidence, right? Okay. What if we add, instead of uh, 1290, what if we... Plus 1335. What do we come out to if we add 1335? We come out to 2027. Okay, 2027. Well, that's a little bit off from 2029. But uh, if we take 2027 and subtract 7, isn't that 2020? <laughs> He said, blessed are they that make it to the 1335. So if you add 1335, you get 2027. Now, like I said, most internet says, no, it was 691 that the Dome of the Rock was completed. But it was completed, but God usually seems to count the whole year. So he would count the next year, which would be the whole year. And that would be 692. And if so, putting this all together, it's all pointing to, wow, 2022 so interesting I don't know what to do with that I thought that was an interesting thing that someone sent me so we have the starting date of Israel we have the scriptures in Daniel in the book of Daniel we have also the shemitas. Shemitah do you know what a Shemitah is well a Shemitah is a cycle of rest every seven years God said they had to rest. A lot of people on YouTube are saying the Shemitah year has to be the year of the rapture. Some say it was 2021. Others say it's still 2022. Because 2021, many are saying, was a Shemitah year. Now, maybe it's not. I don't know. A lot of people say, no, it's not a Shemitah year. It's the next year or something like that. I don't know. But I do find it interesting, so could the next year be the year when Jesus comes? I talked to one guy, and he says, well, if Jesus doesn't come in 2022, he's got to wait seven more years. <laughs> or he's got to wait six more years, or however long. So I thought, man, it just when you put it all together, it's just starting to point to, wow, 2022? I mean, could that be the year of the rapture? Now, I don't know the exact date of the rapture, but the Bible says this. Let's go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. So I am not saying that the rapture has to be in 2022. I don't know. But I am looking at everything that's happening in the world, and I'm looking at the Bible itself, and I'm going, man, it sure is a good time. And I might not know the time. I might not know the day or the hour. But the Bible says I can sure know the season. Let me show you that in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, and verse 1. But of the times and of the seasons, brethren... You have no need that I write unto you, for yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say, Peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness, that that day should overtake you as a thief. <laughs> so he's going, look, you're not in darkness. Look what he says there in verse 6. Therefore let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. So more and more and more as the closer we get, and boy are we in the season of the rapture coming, we should watch, which means we should study our Bibles, we should read, we should speak about this and rebuke those that say you shouldn't talk about this because this is our blessed hope and the coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So the seasons, now notice what it says there, peace and safety. Have you looked at the UN lately? You go over to the UN and they just put up a new statue. And they're calling it the Peace and Security Statue. Have you looked at it? It's right there in New York City, I believe it is, at the UN. I'll put up a picture of it. You know what it looks like? Many people are looking at that and going, that is a weird statue. And they're going, that reminds me of Revelation chapter 13. What does Revelation chapter 13 say? Well, let's look at it. And you look at this picture of the statue, and you tell me if that doesn't kind of remind you of this. Revelation chapter 13 and verse 2. And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and its feet were as the feet of a bear, and its mouth as the mouth of a lion, and the dragon gave him his power and his seat and great authority. It's like in your face at the UN, here's a statue of something that looks like a leopard with feet of a bear and the mouth of a lion. And you look at that and you go, uh, 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 but that looks just. And it's called the Peace and Security Statue. And you're going, "Uh, uh, uh, do you think this could be a coincidence? Well, this is the greatest cosmic coincidence in the history of everything. Or, the Bible's true, (laughs) and it's all coming to pass. And that's what it's starting to look like, and that's what I've always believed. So it's good to know you're right, Amen. if you follow the Bible. Um, another thing you can look at is the stars, and a lot of people are doing that, especially since the September 23rd thing. And a lot of people are saying, well, I'm looking at the stars, and, and I believe the is going to be on such and such a day because of the stars. Well, uh, be careful with that. Be very, very careful with that. I don't like looking at the stars too much because there's so many questions I have about it. And if you go too deep into it, then you can get into what's called horoscope and things like that. It's not wrong to look at the stars. God put them there for a reason. Because he says this in the Bible. Genesis one fourteen. Genesis 1.14. And God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of heaven to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. So the stars are for signs. So it's, It's there for a reason. And I think it's God saying, look, I'm the all-powerful, the all-knowing, and I am the intelligent creator, and I just happen to put all these things up there, and things seem to be corresponding with the things that happen. Eclipses are taking place. And when Jesus was born, there was a star in heaven. So the stars were for signs, but who looks for signs? The Bible says that the Jews seek after a sign. It just so happens that this sign on September twenty third, 2017, in the heavens... Corresponded with the 70th anniversary of Israel. If you go by when their land was petitioned to them. So you think there might be something to a divine creator putting in heaven all these different stars. And yes, they are for signs and days. days. Yeah. But like I said, I caution you. Don't get too into it. I'm going to take scripture over that. Okay, a lot of people go to that over the scripture. Can't do that. Got to stick with the book. Then we got symbolism. Symbolism. And, um. They recently uncovered, uh, a year or two ago, some things in Galilee where Jesus was born. And it's a a thing that talked about a wedding ceremony. And they found out in, in Galilee that for a man and a woman to get married, there's protocol. There's the way they do it. The custom is this. A boy sees a girl that he likes. He went to his father and he said, Father, I want her. I want to marry her. The father would then go to the girl's father and say, hey, my son likes your daughter. Um, can we get this thing together and see if they can't get married? Well, the custom in Galilee was, they all met together in the center of Galilee, and the boy brought to the woman a cup of wine. Now, wine, grape juice. But in the Bible, wine's a type of blood. And he offered her this cup. And that was him saying, will you marry me? And if she took the cup and drank it, everyone rejoiced because she says, I accept. And I accept you. And that was an acceptance. The blood, the cup. That's not blood, but it's a type of blood. The one. So it's, I'm offering you me. Will you trust the blood? Will you accept the blood? Whew, well, I, I get excited thinking about that because you're not saved unless you trust the blood. You must accept the blood atonement of Christ and then you're saved. So once she accepts that, and she could have rejected it. She could have said no, like poured it out right there. and said, I don't want that. But she didn't. She accepted it, and then she went home, and he went home. And the father of the man said, okay, you build your house. Now when you build your house, then I'll tell you the day, and you go get your bride. So the father knew. Well, the Bible says that when Jesus was here, he says, no man knoweth the day or the hour. But when he went to heaven... He says, now, book of Revelation, I'm going to reveal to you what the Father told me. So it sounds like Jesus knows the day of his wedding. And if you know your Bible, you know the church is the bride of Christ. But yet, we're not married yet. Go to 2 Corinthians chapter 11. Let me show you what the Bible says. As the bride of Christ, when we get saved, we become, in Spanish, it's the novia. It's like the fiance. All right? When is the marriage supper of the Lamb? Once we go up at the rapture. So 2 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 2, Paul tells us this, For I am jealous over you with godly jealousy, for I have espoused you to one husband, that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. How can he present you as a chaste virgin if the rapture is in the middle of the tribulation, or toward the end, like some people teach? Well then, the Antichrist would have taken and abused her, she's not a chaste virgin anymore. Or she could have taken the mark of the beast, and then she could lose the salvation and not be saved. That doesn't fit the type. So what happened is the man would go and build his house. And then when the father said, now, go get her, he would go and get her. So she would wait in her home, never knowing, always thinking, when could he come? When could he come? And don't you think that she had all of her other little girlfriends around going, what if he comes tonight? Oh, do you think he might be tonight? And don't you think she longed for and looked for and waited patiently For the coming of her soon to be husband, wanting to marry him because she loved him and couldn't wait. I wonder if sometimes if he didn't like send a messenger and say, My daddy said Tuesday. And she got that, oh, it's Tuesday. Don't tell him. Maybe she did know the date. Or maybe he just showed up and she didn't know when and he showed up. Either way, she was excited. And we see this type in what Jesus says in John chapter 14. And I ask you, are you excited about the coming of Jesus Christ? He comes as your bridegroom and you're to be his bride. You're about to get married if you're saved. Are you excited about that? You ought to be. Jesus said this, John 14, 1, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you I go to prepare a place for you. There's the type. He's preparing the house. Now look at verse 3. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And whither I go you know, and the way you know. Thomas said to him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? You know, some people out there, they don't know the way of salvation. They don't know the way to go at the rapture. When Jesus comes to take him. Jesus saith unto him, verse 6, I am the way and the truth and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. So you have to come to Jesus Christ. Are you saved? What I've done today, as quickly as I could, put up here some ideas of when people thought the rapture was. A lot of people thought it was in 1993 because they were going to the birth of Christ in our calendar and say, well, 2000 is only 2000 years and all that. Well, they were wrong. Now we go over here to... Uh, the death of Christ, and it's about 33 AD, well, it can't be past 2033, so let's subtract 7, 2026, if the rapture comes and the tribulation is 7 years. I don't see how the rapture could be any later than 2026. But they say, but the calendar's off 4 years. Well, then that would take us to 2022. And boy, we are right there. That's a good season. Shemitah year, the rest... Now we go get married. It all seems to be fitting in place. But is this the year? I don't know. Only Jesus knows when he's coming back. But I do believe he gave us a lot of clues. And don't you know that woman in Galilee that wanted to get married? She'd see her soon-to-be husband from time to time. Give me a clue. Is it this week? Is it next week? Can you? I can't say. But I'm sure they probably wrote love letters. I'm sure he probably dropped some hints. And I believe in the Bible, look at that. He gives us 1,290 days, 1,335 days. And he gives us all these numbers, 70 years and 80. There's a lot of clues in the Bible about when Jesus is coming. Can we narrow it down to the actual day and hour? Well, a lot of people say, no, no. But then you go to Revelation chapter 3, and it makes it look otherwise. Revelation chapter 3 and verse 3, remember therefore how that... Thou hast received and heard and hold fast and repent. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief, and thou wilt not know what hour I will come upon thee. So if you're not watching, you won't know what hour Jesus is coming. But the opposite of that is if you are watching, then you could know what hour. And I believe God has put in this book, the Bible, a lot of things, and it's probably there, probably there, the date of the rapture. Now I don't have it, but wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't it be great? If it was this year, wouldn't it be wonderful if the rapture was in 2022? A lot of us Christians are ready to go. Because this world is quickly becoming something that does not welcome Christianity. I'll just put it bluntly. The Antichrist doesn't want Christians here. He's going to be chopping off heads of people that say they believe in Jesus during the time of the tribulation. So that's why it's so important to be saved now. Are you saved? Have you come to Jesus? for the cleansing power? Are you washed in the blood of the lamb? The gospel is 1 Corinthians 15, 1-4. It's how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. Romans 3.25 says that you must believe, you must have faith in the blood, because it's the blood atonement of Christ that saves and forgives. Romans 5.11 talks about receiving the atonement, just as that woman received that cup of wine and drank it, saying, I accept this, and it means I want you as my husband. Salvation is by accepting the blood of Christ through faith and saying, I trust in what you did, and I believe in you. He said he's coming again to get you and take you home if you're safe. Let's close with the words of Paul today in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. And I'm not contentious, nor do I desire to be. I'm not making this video to argue or stir up anything or to get you excited and then it doesn't come. I'm making this video because I want to ask, number one, are you saved? Are you going at the rapture? Number two, are you looking for the rapture? And number three, are you ready for the rapture? Because I'm so ready and I'm looking forward to him coming soon. First Corinthians chapter 1, verse 4. I thank my God always on your behalf for the grace of God which is given you by Jesus Christ, that in everything you are enriched by him in all utterance and in all knowledge. The more we learn from the Bible, the more we need to speak it and talk about these things and warn people, hey, Jesus is coming soon. Are you ready? Are you saved? Will you be going with him to heaven or not? It's up to you. And it continues there in verse 6, Even as the testimony of Christ was confirmed in you, so that ye come behind in no gift, waiting for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm waiting for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Are you? I'll keep reading a little bit longer from verse 8 down to verse 10. Who shall also confirm you unto the end, that you may be blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful by whom you were called unto the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. Do you want Jesus to come back? Some people, they're like, you shouldn't talk about this, nobody knows. You don't even have the right to talk about this. (laughs) No, the Bible says we're to speak and have the same mind and not spend our time causing division among the brethren. Rather, to spend our time helping one another to get the gospel out, to see souls saved, and to warn people and to tell people, hey, I love you and I want to see you go to heaven with me because this right here, the rapture of the church, is coming very soon. And you need Jesus so you can go with the rapture. Because what's going to happen after is going to be awful. So I wanted to give you that message. I hope it's a blessing to you. If you're not saved, please get saved. And if you are saved, keep looking up. Keep studying your Bible. Keep reading because we're getting close. We're getting very, very close to the coming of Jesus Christ. I hope this was a blessing to you. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.